Now it's on. 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 Rapids Rant is on the air. On the Bright Productions Network. Rapids Rant is a couple fellas with over 25 years in the entertainment industry. Just hoping for more silverware to celebrate. Don Pablo and Kimberto aren't experts, but they will take you through the ups and downs of the Colorado Rapids with their brand of wisdom and sometimes humor. Rapids Rant is brought to you by Underhill Audio. For expert voiceover and audio production services, head to underhillaudio.com. Now, from somewhere in the mountain time zone, it's Rapids Rant. Hello, I'm here with Rapid and oh, as always, excuse me, joined by the one and the only Kevberto. Kevberto, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. I am feeling positive, uh, especially after we finally won at yes. home, and and we finally scored at home two goals. Uh, so you know, I'm I'm feeling um, uplifted at the moment. How about you? I'm feeling wonderful, Kiberto. And um, just for instance, it not only was it a win at home, it was a comeback win, uh, something we haven't seen a lot of this year. And <laughs> it makes me feel good. And we just we got three points at home on Drew Moore night, on fireworks night, and everything was coming together uh, for the Rapids. And they got the victory uh, two to one uh, Saturday yes. night at the at the Dick Sporting Goods Park. And then uh, we had another game last night. Rapids finished up their July 4th match against Portland. And they just played the second half, which was interesting. I never, I haven't, like they've, they've re- rejoined games in progress in baseball. Um, interestingly enough, the Pine Tar game, which I realize is like 40 something years old at this point. So probably my listeners won't know what I'm talking about, but uh, it's, they, it's, that different, was like, yeah. it's different because it's a different dynamic. Like you, mm-hmm. baseball, you see pauses all the time in soccer um picking up especially like say in the second in the second half especially when it's like um you know a team that has to travel yeah. like portland for a second half it's i don't know it just it seems like a wasted time but it's also not enough time to get yeah. back into rhythm so it, should, it's hard it's different yeah yeah I, I hear that they should make everybody jog for like 45 minutes and then do like 15 minute half time and then come play because yeah how, there's no way you can have the level of uh fitness or tiredness you know what i'm saying like of of you of doing just playing the first half yeah you know, 45 minutes you, twice you, you need to be able to hit your second wind for that second yeah. half right like you need to get to that point and so. the best thing that the Rapids do is, is they've had so many scoreless first halves this year. Uh, they played defense really well in the first half. So yes, I, I always thought it was going to be like a scoreless, uh, at least the Rapids wouldn't give up a goal uh, for this Portland game yesterday, the Ju- end of July 4th match. Uh, I just was hoping that they would get something. And they tried in the 85th minute, they put two subs in, um, right. Kevin Harris in. Just didn't happen yesterday. That's okay. Portland are 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 right. Angry enemies from the Thanksgiving game two years ago, but yeah. uh, we'll get them back. We'll get them back. And and I I was actually hopeful for Calvin Harris because he had a pretty decent um game against Dallas on Saturday uh, on Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Uh, when we got our victory, so 
um, you know, and also when I saw that uh, five back line, like pre yeah. back four line, what I you've was been like, calling for, what you've been calling for since uh, the beginning. That's what I'm saying, man. March, I mean, April. yeah, I, I think it's just, uh, you know, I wasn't really expecting uh, a victory. I mm-hmm. think the draw is fair in my, in my opinion. I think the draw was fair. Um, and also not because it's not, not in a bad way. It's just that that lineup isn't working for us. We needed that change. So mm-hmm. that's, that's right. it. <laughs> right. And so we'll talk about Saturday here real quick before we get back to a little Portland action, but the Rapids, oh man, they went down early. Yes, and forgive me if I mess his name up. I heard, I, did, I heard in the press box, but Yunka uh, <laughs> scored for FC Dallas after 18 minutes, and ooh, we were, we were freaking a, out. Uh, deflection, yeah, mm-hmm. own goal. It, it was technically an own goal off, off Lawless, but I guess they gave the goal to that guy. So I mean, it wasn't a deflection. Huh. It looked like he purposely kicked it back to uh, Yarborough, but it didn't really hit Yarborough at all. So uh, I'm glad that Lawless didn't get that. Uh, own goal against him which was fine and uh although 15 minutes later and and the rapids were doing good and and the free kicks the set pieces were on fire and i i felt like something good was happening because we we got the early corners and they were hitting them and then uh maxi just came in and buried one from connor ronan yes. um, on this corner and it was even before that goal i mean darren i mean with darren yappy he had two yeah. or three opportunities that were so clear. Uh, I think that because of his inexperience, and we were talking about this in the press box, yep. um, he is not maybe he's maybe a step too late or a step early, and so he needs to find the timing uh, that is obviously only going to be learned through playing. But also, we mentioned that he needs a mentor. And maybe uh, Diego Rubio is a good mentor there because he's older and he knows where he his role is. But, you know, maybe because of injury, how is he going to mentor him if he's not on the field with him? So mm-hmm. so there's many factors that are dealing with uh, Darren Yappies not being able to finish. But as far as chances, we're getting chances, which yep. hopefully Rafael Navarro will be able to. Exactly. Conclude. So Rafael Navarro's coming. And he, you know, being an attackman, a forward, he'll be, you know, instrumental, and maybe he'll show Yappy some some tricks and get him yeah. going. But the but the thing was on uh, Saturday with Gutman, and it was like we had wingbacks from twenty. I keep bringing up twenty twenty one, but it was like we had wingbacks from twenty twenty one again, Kevin. And and yeah, going forward, throwing the crosses in, getting the getting the corners, getting the set pieces, and um. As Pablo Mastroeni said when he did the press conference, uh, Colorado is the best at set pieces, and we look like it uh, Saturday night when we beat right. FC Dallas on Drew Moore uh, Gallery of Honor night. So it, it was, uh, it just came together for us. And I don't want the Rapids to be a we everything has to come together to get the victory, but it's just like we got back to our old style of, you know, getting our way back forward and playing some great defense, uh, yeah. except for that little deflection. 20 minutes in no uh, yeah i mean i i thought it was it worked well there was uh chemistry um andrew gutman uh brought uh different uh, a refreshing air to the team obviously and now i think that 
Um, with Navarro coming in, I hope that he also brings that uh, to the team because obviously we need someone that can finish, but especially we need him to uh, click as soon as possible with the team. So because um, they're going to definitely he's going to be receiving a lot of uh, opportunities. We we have been we have that. And what we're missing is has been called and yelled for and 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 begged for a, a finisher. So <laughs> yep. we're finally getting him. So hopefully now this uh, and especially I think that's why also we made uh, Robin Fraser made that change of getting ready mm-hmm. in, or in preparation for Navarro to be our number nine. And I just you know I, I'm very hopeful for this and I just hope that it does work out. And I, uh, me as well, Kiberto, because being um, <clears throat> in last place in the supporter shield standing is not not my favorite, not, not the best. Yep. Not to, even yeah, though no. uh, I, I, I'll get to the public transportation situation for this weekend's match <laughs> right. against Houston yes, in a please. little bit, but it's it's like we had too many people, and then the people we're waiting for just Diego Rubio. We don't we don't know, man. He just keeps. You know, he wasn't on the he wasn't in the 18, although it's 21 now. Um, last weekend and on Saturday, and you know he's just out, and it's hard because he kept he keeps saying he just gets little like little things. It's not one big thing where he has to just have surgery like it was in the beginning of the season. So we we can't we have to get a point to we can't depend on Diego Rubio. So now, and I realize it took some time. It's just how it is. Rafael Navarro, the Brazilian, he's coming in. And uh, hopefully he can get on the board. He had 11 goals, four assists for his team uh, since last year, since um, their their season started in in August of 2022. So now um, he comes right in. Uh, I guess he's been off for a couple of weeks uh, since yes. the conclusion of Brazil season. So so Diego Rubio is has been out for upper body injury. Obviously, Andrew Gutman was ineligible yesterday to play for because yeah. he wasn't um, in that uh, original, team, right? right. Yeah, yeah. And Alex Gershbach got a uh, he was a he had a successful uh, abductor tendon surgery. So and maybe that um, was the problem with him in the beginning of the year and how he he had to go to Rapids too, and now he's getting fit more. And you know, sometimes lingering injuries, uh, like we see with Diego Rubio, they just linger until you f- are forced to have a surgery yeah. or something because a lot of times like doctors don't want to cut into you if you can just fix it naturally right so right and that like, yeah, like surgery, surgery is, is the last, last resort yeah thank you Kiberta. <laughs> like, we're, we're we, on the same page only. we have one mind today <laughs> yes we do <laughs> uh, so yeah so i think that our attack is going to be better uh, if we, you know, with Gutman and we have a left back that, you know, he knows the deal with Robert Fraser's system. It's weird. He just came in and just, man, I, I, he had a shot and then he had a, he was playing with Calvin Harris, like you said, really well. They were playing off each other very well. And we just felt, you just felt the goal coming. And obviously the first uh, goal for uh, FC Dallas was just kind of a fluke, although it was a good buildup. It just deflected in wrong and, Felt bad. I felt bad for Lawless. Anyway, so FC Dallas, we won. Uh, Finally, <laughs> we played really well. We got a, we got some garbage time or some time wasting that the Rapids got to do, which makes me, I don't, I don't like it overall, but I understand it's a part of the game and just when the Rapids do it, it makes me feel better, right? So <laughs> yeah, and and I just I want to point out, um, and I asked Ryan Frazier this uh, at the press conference, but. 
Um, you know how we've I've been calling not only for the four back line or the change of lineup, but or formation, but also I've been calling for the Rapids to let go of that innocence. Um, and I I saw that definitely with Andrew Gutman. I saw it uh, with um, uh, Brian Galvan. Uh, by the way, taking a a Paneka or style <laughs> penalty kick. I don't know. That just takes it. That takes a lot of courage, a, a different set of um, understanding. <laughs> I, was, I was just watching a video where the lady didn't know the word cojones and she kept saying kahuna. And I'm like, that's not the word. That's that the was the surfer guy, right? That's the yeah, surfer. Yeah, so. <laughs> kahuna, what kahuna? What, are you having tuna for lunch? Like, what? It, cojones. And Gilberto yeah. didn't want to say the word. I will say the word. Took some cojones. For uh, yes. Galvan to do that, and and also you know I know that there was a moment in the, towards the end of the game where Leva uh, was he could have taken the shot he could have scored yet they didn't do it and what some people might say why didn't he take a shot we should have taken a shot to go three nil but he except he waited and then they went they played up in the corner with yep. to hold the ball which is what we needed to do to waste time. So as far as managing the the result, um, having that character to play above, maybe a little more, um, I'm going to say cockier than before, um, that is what we needed for that game. And so something happened where mm. this last game, like I said, it, maybe it was Gutman bringing in a, a breath of fresh air to the lineup, um, but also... Um, for some reason, uh, Galvan had that extra confidence to uh, take a <laughs> take that penalty the way he did, and handling the the rest of the game the way they did. So that's what we've been calling for uh, for such a long time. Yes, and I, I like your point that Gutman coming in because sometimes in the locker room, uh, when you get a new a new guy, you know, uh, chemistry changes, leadership leadership sometimes changes depending on. Right. Uh, the personality and that's the delicate balance of sports right. Right. so and we don't know by the way i don't know gutman's in there i don't we don't have like an inside and i don't even think they would tell us anyway because it's in season and nobody will right. talk bad about anybody uh, on your team in season and they really don't off season it's just right. sometimes you pick up little clues you gotta like be a detective when you hear that so yeah uh, but we're just happy for the rapid we're happy because Definitely. we don't get to keep saying the same thing uh, for two months and and uh, I was talking to my friends about garbage time and they kind of know the concept of garbage time where a team is you know beating another team so badly that that you know they're, they're putting in the players that normally don't get um, you know playing time so it's but really what it is uh, from a radio broadcast point of view is well, there's nothing exciting really happening during the game. And unless like somebody gets in a, some kind of boxing match or something like it's not, it, the game is already decided. So yes. the announcers have to, they have to bring up other stories. They have to bring up anecdotes. They have to. And um, if you listen to Monday night football, Al Michaels closely before betting got big, he would do, if the game was right of hand or if it was close, he would know like <laughs> the number of points need to be scored or, or the over under, uh, or yeah. or somebody's prop bet or something, and he would put it in the broadcast, and uh, it, it, the it would be the smart listeners, the the sharps as they call them, would be like, oh, Al Michaels, he knows he knows exactly what's happening, he knows exactly what's happening. <laughs> so it, yeah. it would be like that. So uh, it's garbage time for announcers too, and I'm glad that uh, we don't have to do it. We can talk about good things, and we can sprinkle in the bad things. 
I'm just yes. glad that we get to talk about good things in a rapid division. Just, just like when we were in back in 2021, when Drew Moore was still playing uh, his last season, when he was our uh, victory cigar player. So he would be subbed in to hold on to the results. Um, Cause I mean, it was pretty secure at that point. So, and I just want to say, you know, uh, just a little side note, anecdote of that game of, of this past victory against so Dallas. Excited to talk about this. It was, it was awesome to talk to Drew Moore. We talked to yeah. him a little bit. We, uh, he was, yeah. Not only that, he recognized you, like you yeah. got recognized on his night. He was, you know, everybody congratulating him. He recognized you and he's like, oh, 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 you know, and how you been? He's had a, he's had a conversation and everything yeah. was cool. And I was like, I was, uh, I was, uh, I was, I was proud of you, buddy. I was like, oh, you, thank you. you knew the guy that knew the guy, you know, you're the guy that knows the guy. So anyway. Yeah, no, thank you. And I was happy to <laughs> Tim, I hadn't talked to him in, so, in many years. Yeah. And uh, before he left to Toronto. So I'm glad that he recognized us and he, uh, so, you know, so yeah, I'm glad what we're still, it? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm proud of you, buddy. And and it was a great Thanks. night and hope, hope Jim Noir never forgets that. And I don't think he will. He was crying, man. When they did the more yeah. the family video board um, situation, I was like, oh man, I'm, uh, it's dusty. I'm like, <laughs> His kids, oh man! So I was, I was so happy for him, and he'd, yeah, he'd been such a big part of Colorado Rapids' legacy, and now yeah. he'll be uh, on forever remembered on the board. And I hope he definitely used to work with the club for a long, long time. I, Pablo I, and I, I, uh-huh. yes, sorry, <laughs> I said Pablo, but whatever, dude. He'll, no, he'll be back. Fine. He'll be back one day. Just hope he doesn't yeah. win the MLS Cup in Salt, Salt Lake City, because man. Now, now with uh, now with uh, playing the way the he does, I mean, I don't think he. I, anyway, we'll put that aside. <laughs> but I was, I don't think. I mean, I think that Drew Moore definitely deserved and deserves being up there. He is a stamp on the team now forever. I mean, uh, yeah. he was on the team that the won cap- us uh, the the uh, MLS Cup in 2010. He was the captain for so long. He said the right things. He has established his identity with the Rapids. And, you know, so we're just very happy for him. And I, I don't know if he was a second player, but he's one of the handful of players that have over 400 uh, MLS yes. appearances. So right. he's, he's uh, I would say, U.S. Soccer Hall of Fame. And everybody that knows him and has a part of Indiana University, mm-hmm. University of Indiana soccer program is Drew Moore is up there and they talk about yes. him all the time. And he's one of the touchstones of that program. So, uh, the guy just leaves a lasting mark wherever he goes, Kevin. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. I mean, I'm just glad he gets awesome. to be a part of Rapid stuff, uh, and he gets to be. He's on the broadcast team, and he coaches. He he goes out there and, and goes to practice and talks to people. And uh, what what funner job would that be than uh, his job? So I'm 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 happy. I'm happy for him. Definitely. So I mean, so yesterday, you know, there was a lot of uh, games that were played and a lot of surprises. Also, we're coming up against Houston, who lost three nothing to Minnesota. And that is a good thing. That's something that's a good note for us. Because they are a good time is what you're saying, Kevin. Yes, we are. And I mean, <laughs> they're coming up to Dick Sporting Goods Park. They're going to try to play at mile high. Most likely. I don't know if it's going to rain. Uh, it yeah. seems like there's going to be some isolated showers. There's going to be a lot more be... disappointed people at Mile High Stadium if it rains <laughs> because the Rapids will be back in a couple of weeks. And Taylor yes. Smith, you know, we don't. Who knows when we'll see her in Denver again? But <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, uh, and and I would like for you to talk about that in a little bit. But um, we're playing against Houston. Houston is not. I mean, they are. Let me see here. What that was position? at home. That was at home too. 
they, yes. They it, so they are almost falling out of uh, playoff position. Um, we are eh, eh, 10 points away, but we can definitely, we are rallying back for sure. Yeah, and so, I'll say I'll say about this yeah. game um, last night, Houston versus Minnesota uh, in Houston. The Rapids have been coming out and with major energy the last couple of weeks since their two week break, and Houston gave up two goals in the first twenty minutes. So hopefully the Rapids can capitalize on that and use their uh, early chances advantageously because it's been kind of rough. And then we've had this great energy in the first half, and the, and the balls just haven't been going in. And the guys will tell you um, we got to capitalize on this, and it's just the, really the last pass. So hopefully Gutman, when he, if he plays tomorrow, if, and I'm, I think he will, hopefully, and uh, the new guy that's coming in, we'll see what happens in a couple of weeks. So and uh, maybe he'll play for the league's cup for us. That'll be cool against Toluca. Yeah, I mean, I hope he can be eligible for um, this for the game against Houston. If not, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that he will. He will definitely be. Um, uh he he'll definitely be ready for uh league's cup and so i mean i just hope that things seem to be looking up for us and i really hope that we can um you know see this guy uh, rafael navarro in action along with andrew gutman because i mean diego rubio's out uh, uh jack price is out um, I thought that Ronan, uh, Acosta, and uh, Cole Bassett have been doing really mm-hmm. well. Um, uh, so I just you know yeah. who's back tomorrow is Moise Bombito. So we might have a you Bombito right. sighting uh, in the defense. See how he uh, and he's a young guy, and uh, actually Navarro is under twenty five. So he, you know he's a young guy too. So we'll see um, how those guys click together. Uh, in the in the defense, if if Bobito I, plays, I'm not sure um, if he's going to start. I'm obviously. actually looking forward to Bombito being back. I'm not sure if he's going to start, but what uh, the good thing about this is that Bombito's going to he's being called up to the Canadian national team. That means he is uh, um, obviously grabbing their attention, but yeah, at the same time, the he's going to bring in competition. Selectees. Yeah. Yep, competition for all of the background because i mean he's played as center back i know he's played as a um, left back and a right back at some point mm-hmm. so i mean he can play anywhere and if i'm playing if i'm keegan rosenberry if i am andrew gutman if i'm maxu or even wilson who um you know ha- was sacrificed for the last game to yeah. at the start then you know if I'm like a Bubakar, I am definitely have to I have to level up my game so that way Bombito doesn't take my spot because he is definitely gonna be pushing for it. And, and I, I, the new guys do not have the pace of Bombito. I know that nobody no. does. So right, and not only fast. that, but now we're not working with the five back five back line. Now mm-hmm. we're working with four, so that's one less defender. So you want to yeah, be in those top anyway. starting four. Yeah. So. You know, that's something that we need to do unless, you know, let's say uh, Nicholson or Galvan fall out and maybe Bombito starts to play on the left mid as a winger. You know, it's just something that we need to look forward to, which is a good thing for the whole team overall. I agree. And and the and you talked about Brian Galvan and I I think the the heat, the the leadership, the sometimes, you know, you got to get that card the yellow card sometimes pablo he, mm-hmm. you know pablo if you remember him he would just get a yellow card to get the guys you know um riled up and trying to get on fire to you know help us with the game get our motivational um and maybe don't get red cards because you're fighting a guy because you body slammed him but 
it, 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 I would say that's it hyped what we up need. the team, right? Like you need, yeah, that's you need what a I'm guy. Saying. You need a guy to go in there. And if we, I, I, I like Laraz, and I know Laraz is going to come back to the senior team um, someday. But when we, when he was, start, and it was 2021 when we were doing really well, and he would come in, yes, and uh, he would kind of look lost. And I'm like, dude, and I was and, like, and that's what we you were need saying. to go in and <laughs> get a yellow card, Laraz. Yes. Get your act yes. in the game when you do that. So uh, my point okay. for Galvan was. Yes, he did it. Maybe he's lit some fire under some people's bellies. Like, get the fire in your belly, right? That's what coaches say. Get your fire in your belly. My old my old coach used to yell us that. Like, what what are you guys doing? Made a motivational thing. So, yeah. Even though, even though I got my fair share, uh, I'm talking about lacrosse now. I got my fair share of penalties for um for hard hard hitting uh, illegal plays, but you know whatever. But but, but the impact that has, you know, coming in, getting a yellow card, coming in aggressive, coming in mm-hmm. and talking smack to the other player while nobody's noticing. That's what we're, I'm going to use the example of Ali Laraz. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what he needs to leave behind the innocence and, and start using some of these um, attitudes, some of these, you know, uh, trash talking skills. Maybe he needs to get more on on uh, Call of Duty or something and start, start <laughs> talking smack on the lobbies. I don't know what it oh, is. The I point like is, I swear, yeah. people, little kids use like their little kid voice. And I'm like, I can't. What are you talking? Like, who told you to talk like this? How have you learned to talk like this? And now, and now, and by the way, now that I'm forty, um, over forty, and we're uh, distinguished gentlemen now, uh, I can't, I can't be dealing with these little kids. Like, I, I try to be like Uncle Don and be like, we don't need to talk like that. But it's a losing battle. So anyway, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. But but I, and that's the thing. So. The players that have these this experience of that or that they've understood that they need to use these tools, psychological, emotional tools on the field. And that's where I'm saying some one of these guys needs to take up Yappy under his wing and tell him, hey, and, and there was actually and just to let you know, I'm not in for the diving to the for the deception to the point of like, um, you know, like of changing the game or ruining the game. But I am for the for the moves and the falls that need to be taken. For example, I, when the first half, there was a, a crossing that came through the ground that uh, um, there was a defender from Dallas that was falling and Yappy um, didn't get there in time. But at the same time, that was the moment that he was supposed to take the fall. He was at, he was supposed to fall to the ground, obviously, and mm-hmm. like. And, and call for a penalty because he was definitely touched, but his mentality wasn't there yet mm-hmm. to do that. You know, he, anyway, that's what I'm talking about. And, and that's what happened in the penalty in Houston. We got it reviewed and uh, yeah, yes. we gave it and ultimately Govan stepped up and did what he did. And people were, you know, it's like, Oh, in the press yep. box and everywhere, like, dang, you know, yeah. I can't believe he had the, he had the uh, intestinal fortitude as some people would say to do that. So uh, yeah, Roberto, all right. We had a couple, Houston. go ahead. Go ahead. Houston, just to hear from you before we continue, uh, <laughs> what should people avoid this Saturday? All right, so Saturday, I'm just letting you know, like, it's going to be an interesting mix of people downtown, and I know the rapids are, <laughs> are a little north of that, but uh, people are going to be driving down the highway. There's, it's going to be like more than Broncos game traffic. All right, it's going to be mm. <laughs> it's Taylor Swift. But people downtown are going to be crazy, and I know uh, Mile High Stadium is a little walk from there, but. First of all, RTD, like you need to go early, all right? Because Taylor Swift is coming. She's here, all right? So think about this, Kiberto. Not only Taylor Swift and in Mile High Stadium, there's going to be the Yankees are coming for the Rockies. So they don't come every year, and they don't come every other year. So it's going to be a big deal for the New Yorkers 
to come see their home club uh, in the Rockies. So, so think about it. The Taylor Swift fans who are, you know, mega super into her, like eh, a little silly, a little, that's why the fans are crazy, right? Like, so the, the Taylor Swift fan <laughs> meeting with the Bronx uh, Yankee fans are going to be downtown in RTD. So, my plan is I'm not even yeah, driving down the yeah. highway. Like sometimes I take 25 to um, Commerce City to watch the Rapids, but I'm I'm avoiding that. I'm I'm thinking yeah. C470, maybe even E4. Sorry, E470 oh, from where man. I live to avoid all of that, and then get on the highway at 56. And the 56 is a is a short ride to the airport. And I'll say this though, the visiting teams to Dick's Sporting Goods Park have the easiest ride trip back to uh, the airport because all you do is go down 56 to Pena, and it's right there. Like it's right, right there. So right. that would be an advantage to come watch the Rapids because you have, a, if you stay in a hotel by the airport, you have a very short trip. Maybe I don't, I don't know. I, I know RTD drives over there, but anyway. So, so avoid downtown at all costs. Like come and enjoy some Commerce City food. Some go to East to Aurora. Have some or the uh, Northfield food. Yeah, the Northfield is fine. Maybe there's the Taqueria right across the street from Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Oh I yeah, think. we. I used to work in carpet cleaning and that's where we had our Christmas parties was that place. And it was, it was, uh, it was a fine time. It was a great time. And that was before Dick's Sporting Good Park was there. So it was, it was interesting around there in Commerce City. And uh, real quick, Cabrito, we had two things to do. Number one, they were talking about redeveloping. Cronky wants to trade some land for right. redeveloping Dick's Sporting Goods Park. And there was a, there was a little blurb in there. I said, well, we're going to do some stuff to the DG DSGP park. And uh, I don't didn't say anything about scoreboards. Didn't say anything about changing the stands or building more. But uh, I was excited because you sent me that, and I was like, "Oh, that's more than what the word was uh, on the American site we saw." It was like English, and they right. they get their they get their information over there um, a little differently than Rapid. So I was excited for that. Uh, maybe there's some light at the end of the tunnel for a new scoreboard, and maybe some other changes. Um, and there's been some situations happening with the MLS players. Uh, Survey. I hope that's a sign of what's to come in a good way yeah. for the Rapids. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe the uh, Cronky will look this way finally, <laughs> and yeah, right? we'll open his wallet a little bit. He'll give, he'll uh, let us, he'll uh, swing us a twenty, maybe. So, <laughs> Arsenal just, know. yeah, they just spent one hundred and fifteen million pounds on yeah. that fellow in England. So you know, funnel some of that down here. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna say Houston. We got to get on a good. Um, sit good playing early. We got to get come out of the of the gate. Um, you know, killing Swinging. it like we do it. Yeah. So, uh, I'm gonna say two to one again. I'm gonna say two to one. Woo! And and the Rapids get another victory. We get back on the score sheet and handle some business this weekend. I'm gonna say two nothing. Rapids win. Yes, clean right, sheet. Clean sheet for Yarborough. Uh, who deserves it, man? He he played well. He had that one save yes, that he, he had to. He jumped and it was the upper left corner, and that was yep. That was going in the goal, and he had a. What do they call it when your hand is like you? Uh, is like a stone hand, not stone hands. I uh, mean, there was a Mexican, ter- Spanish term. Excuse me. There's a Spanish term that uh, I forget now. You, pro- all right, it doesn't even matter if you don't remember. Oh, so I okay, think about but it hard he, now. he had a hands. <laughs> he had like a stiff arm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. So hope Yarbrough gets back to that. The Rapids get on a winning streak. Gutman comes in and uh, does what he did uh, last mm. week. And I don't, I don't think Navarro's going to be there this weekend, but. Right. Maybe for the League's Cup, Toluca's coming in 18 days, so that's yes. going to be interesting. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring my next week. I'm gonna bring my Mexican fan theory of of supporters of Mexican teams because okay, uh, you know Americans like we're getting all the games. So all right, 
Uh, so this is Rapids, right? I want to thank everybody for listening. We appreciate you. The Rapids got back on their winning side. And I think with uh, new additions and hopefully Rubio can get healthy in our competition situation handling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it was just a pleasure to have a nice, fun press conference with Robin Frazier, who probably was the happiest out of anybody. So uh, uh, just Great feelings for the Rapids. We're doing better. Let's get out of last place. Let's, you know, just get, if we can get in the playoff hunt, that's going to be all the difference. So, for Kiberto, I'm Don Pablo. Thanks for listening to Rapids Rant. Rapids, let's beat Houston. Houston Dynamo. Stay away from downtown. Let's be